0: Hey peeps, we're back, NGA Podcasts. The date is the 2nd of December. I'm Denny. And uh, obviously I'm Lewis. And we are here on the NGA Podcast, No Great Areas. And um, just to remind them, where can they find us? You can find us on Instagram, Twitter. You can't
1: find us on Snapchat. We don't take dick pics. <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Instagram Facebook, Instagram. All the, all the
0: normal stuff. At MGA Podcast, you can find us. So today we're back um, in Lewis's living room and he's made me a lovely cup of tea. It had Thank to be you. done.
1: It had to be done. We had a late arrival back, uh, as some of you guys who might follow us on Instagram might have seen. I posted up a little video earlier and uh, we're just going to talk about our, our little experience.
0: Yeah, our VR experience.
1: Um, so just a little, a little background in terms of like... So virtual reality is obviously a kind of new... It's not new technology, really. If you think about it, they've been talking about it since back in day.
0: Decades. Yeah, decades, like 70s. I, what I would say now, what's different this time around is it's, it's, now, at, it's now in people's homes. Yeah. Before it wasn't... You had it. I remember I used to go Chocadero when I was little and yeah, they used yeah, to have yeah. virtual reality machines. Uh, but now it's in people's homes, the machines or PC rigs we have at home. Are now powerful enough to give us a decent virtual reality experience at home. I,
1: w- with an asterisk, okay. The asterisk is that people that are into gaming, especially PC gamers, yeah, they've got the they've got it at hand. That okay. level of tech, yeah. People who are console gamers, yeah, probably don't have as as good access. You can still, I yeah, guess, yeah, because
0: you got you've got it on you got the PlayStation VR, but. The experience isn't up there with what you get on the PC at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's decent. I have had to play around with it. It's decent, but, um, it's not what you get on the, um, PC.
1: Yeah. So today, uh, we went to a close friend of Denny's. Shout out give...
0: Jago. So... Shout out Martin. Yeah. Shout out Anna. And Cheryl was there too. No shout out for her uh, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> She's in the next room. If you don't need a <laughs> shout out, it's all good. But yeah, so we went to their place, um, and so the the first thing that I wanted to know really was, like, how how expensive is it for the setup? Yeah. Now, there, there was two different products that we trialed today. Yeah. Uh, one was the Oculus Rift, mm-hmm. and the other one was Mixed Reality.
0: It was uh, the Mixed Reality headset by... It was the Asus version um, that works with, yeah, Windows Mixed Reality.
1: Right. Now, we spent most of our time using the aforementioned version which was the oculus rift yeah which is probably the more popular one
0: yeah definitely more well known yeah
1: now it was it's weird just so your your first the first thing before we actually go into the experience actually before we go into that in terms of cost set up pricing so um the the actual unit itself the actual oculus rift unit i didn't ask how much that was asked how much the setup was for the pc that in fact he had built himself um which i think he said it was about 1300 pounds
0: wow i mean he has got he he did have a very good rig from my understanding you're probably going to need a pc that's going to cost you around 700 pounds to get a good experience
1: yeah now, the Oculus Rift and Touch Bundle is available to buy. You can get it from Amazon and Curry's and places like that for 350 quid. Okay. They do a an okay. Oculus... It'll come down in price. Yeah, yeah. they've got uh, Oculus Go, which is a like a more portable version. It's only 60, uh, 64 uh, gigabyte, uh, which is 250 pounds. But I'm guessing by the name of it that that one is... Um, Uh, a more portable version yeah which is not going to be as good in terms of graphics and user experience
0: yeah so that's my understanding
1: so that was the the first rig so if you think 1300 pound for his high-end computer yeah plus another 350 for the for the hardware that came with it so you're talking 1600 pounds which to be honest if that's how much you did spend yeah which you don't have to Mm -hmm. as denny just mentioned it just would. just for the just for the half an hour that I spent on it, it's well worth
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, it was fun. I think the thing is as well, if so he spent thirteen hundred pounds on the PC setup. Um, yes, I did mention you put I think it's about six, seven hundred pounds to get a decent experience, but the, he's also potentially gonna get a lot of other use out of that PC as well yeah um you know you, you're you going to be able to do a lot of other things with that pc as well um high-end gaming um and just your normal stuff you're going to do on computers if you wanted to you could do any sort of editing and stuff he's got a very powerful setup um so yeah okay
1: the only the only thing with that from what from what i saw from from our experience using it today i do think if you are so so obviously I actually don't even have a single games console now. I used to be an avid gamer, and it was actually nice going to your friend's house because it was almost like taking a step back into like my gaming, like my, I don't know how you say it, like growing up gaming. Yeah. But he had everything from the original Game Boy, the Spectrums, the Dreamcast, pretty much every console you could think of, he had it. And his address, for anyone looking to mug him... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah it was, that was really cool Yeah, um, really cool but I for know. someone who like I, I don't really game anymore and in fact I went to a friend's house a couple of weeks ago and he was playing uh, Gran Turismo and uh, he said oh come play on this with me and I used to play Gran Turismo back in the day yeah. on my PS2 I think was when it first came out yeah. and I sat and played it for half an hour and I wasn't I wasn't really bothered I didn't I didn't miss gaming all that much Yeah, and then playing with that the oculus rift today i was like man i really need one of these yeah, yeah i'm missing out like there's there's stuff i can be enjoying yeah um but there was the first game that i played i don't know what the name of it was that what was that one described that one it was the one with the little fox that looked like tails oh, from sonic uh, the hedgehog Lu- lucky
0: tail uh super lucky's tail lucky's tail that one was called. yeah
1: so lucky's, L- tail. so lucky's tail because it's very highly animated and because it's third-person and not first-person mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was really immersed okay. in it yeah I did have that little moment where I was like looking over the edge of the cliff and I was <laughs> like whoa that's kind of cool like it's, yeah. it's pretty surreal that you feel like you're there Yeah, but it wasn't as it wasn't as encapsulating yes yeah. even the correct word to use um, as, as the other games that we played okay um, Yeah, how you you didn't play that one did you i didn't
0: play i didn't play lucky's tale i do know of that game i think um jago said that that one was a free download um it looked pretty cool but it it was a very sort of as you said sort of third person typical 3d platformer which probably even if you think about the idea of it isn't what vr was kind of made for um or when people you know when people think right, we're going to do this vr stuff we're going to Make it mass market, bring it into people's homes. I don't think the experience was lucky's tell. No, it, I mean, as I, I know it's available for. As you said, you played it, but yeah. So, um, what, what else did you play?
1: So the other one that I played to, but again, I don't know the name of it. It was one he said his friend did, actually made that uh, game. I Can't remember the name of that. We'll have to we'll have to find out. Text, send a text real quick. Find out, and we'll we'll give you the name of it in a minute. Yeah. But basically. Um, so this game was uh, like a, a piloting game and you're kind of piloting, um, it's like a spacecraft and it starts off or at least just just the levels that I got through. was like you had a tutorial level and then you just had to complete basic tasks like picking up objects and moving them around. And the thing with that one um, was that you needed to be sat down to play it just because you do get so immersed in the experience that you can lose yourself for a moment and in fact the jago who whose rig it was that we were using said that um when he first started using it he kind of leant forward as if he wanted to look down um while standing up and pretty much lost his balance and nearly face planted straight into the edge of the cabinet that was in front of him um we didn't catch that on video. no no we didn't but um the the graphics on that particular game weren't fantastic i Denny's trying to hook up to my Wi-Fi, which I did tell him I don't have today <laughs> oh, yeah. because I'm in in-between service. Oh, you don't have data either, oh, my do data's you? out too. Do this. Take take my mobile phone, yeah, it's and and you can just message him from if you get my uh, get his number and just send him a text from my Your phone. Then. You can do it that way. Sorry guys, sorry. I know you don't want to listen to our technical foibles, um, but yeah. So. That game was a little bit more immersive, although the graphics weren't fantastic. But being as, you know, this guy's friend just kind of designed the game in his free time, made it in his free time, one person. It wasn't a team of people. Considering the, the speed in which it, it operated, how smooth the user experience was, I thought it was fantastic. Um, but then we, we moved on to a game called Beat Saber. Sick. Which yeah, if you're so it's kind of like a Guitar Hero, yeah, kind of like Guitar Hero. If you play Guitar Hero, um, it's kind of like that. And um you obviously so so we haven't really broken it down for anyone who has no idea what the VR stuff is about. You've got a headset which connects via a USB lead, I think, to your laptop or computer, whatever it is that you're using, and then you have two wireless handsets that they actually feel quite natural in your hands. And you don't, after after a couple of minutes of using it, you don't even realize that you're still holding them. And this the game lightsaber that we played was quite simple. It's just blocks are flying towards you. And you have, sorry, lightsaber, it's called beat saber, but you have these things like lightsabers. And you have to hit these boxes. Each box has got um, a directional arrow on it and a color on it. So you've got a red red lightsaber, Blue lightsaber. If it's a blue box, obviously you've got to use your blue one, so on. And Denny sucked at that game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was alright after a few a few attempts. I wasn't bad after a few attempts.
1: But um, but the cool thing, like, there's objects that come flying towards you. You have to duck or lean to the side. And the thing that I noticed about that, even just watching you play it badly, yeah. <laughs> was that this. If, if let's say, for example, you go to a house party and someone's sitting there playing PlayStation 2, yeah. PlayStation 4 even, sorry. Yeah. God, I'm sure my age. <laughs> uh, if someone's sitting there playing PlayStation or Xbox, they're kind of excluding themselves from the party because okay. it's, it's a very isolated thing. But when you've got someone standing in the middle of the room waving their arms around, looking around with a, with a headset on, it, and then obviously you can see what they're doing on the screen as well, I found it quite entertaining just watching and I think it's the kind of thing that you could get away with having at certain types of parties where people would be like oh that's kind of cool and then you jump in and people take turns at that well, okay. obviously provided no one's had too many drinks yeah, it'd be alright
0: that's interesting because being into tech as I am one of the um, one of the obstacles I always thought until really experiencing it properly today one of the obstacles I fought. Could stand in the way of VR was the fact that it is generally one player, because gaming has over the years has um, become quite often a multiplayer experience. But online, yeah. I think you're actually correct because playing playing a PlayStation game, um, even if you are playing it online, so you are with other people. But as you said, the other people in the room, it doesn't really involve them. Whereas, you're right, seeing someone in the middle of the room doing that, not only was it entertaining, but even myself, when I had on the helmet, I was immersed in the game and I was playing the game, but I was still almost looking for um, uh, a little bit of guidance. Feedback, yeah. Feedback from the people in the room around me. Yeah. Um, And before I experienced it, that's a good point, before I experienced it, I didn't really see the value in it as something to get people together, but I definitely do now. That's def- that definitely has changed my mind. Mm.
1: So, so we obviously had a, had a bit of fun playing around with the Rift. I took a little break, went and got something to eat. Yeah, came back and we tried out the
0: Asus uh, Windows mixed reality headset.
1: Now, with that, there are a load of different versions that you can get of. Mm mixed reality headsets, but obviously they have to run certain type of software, certain type of hardware, whatever to come
0: at a lower price point as well.
1: Um, So yeah, so in fact, let me just have a a quick look at how much the the Asus version is.
0: And so the idea with this one was uh, Microsoft basically brought out a spec of headsets that could be made um, to lower the entry point for virtual reality. Um, So these devices are all like Windows 10, compatible all the latest phones of Windows 10 should already have um, the drivers and software um, for this so as soon as it's plugged in it can work and these devices I mean as we were talking about a 1300 pound um, PC rig um, these devices will work and that's like that's a a proper desktop Um, the mixed reality headsets are designed to work on um, laptops are designed to work on um, hybrids like the um, like the Surface Pro, which is obviously made by Microsoft. So the um, cost entry into virtual reality has actually become more appealing, and that was the basis of of the idea. Now for these mixed reality headsets.
1: I've just done a, a quick Google search for the for the Asus uh, version. Now there are um, if I just go back into it there are a couple of different sites that sell it now i've seen it on ebay just now for 180 pounds plus shipping and tax but from the microsoft store which i'm assuming is the brand new version it's like 430 quid which sounds expensive but that is the like the more expensive version yeah, there are there
0: are there are several different versions as well spec by so that one's probably microsoft yeah is that yeah is there, is there, yeah that was what's the... the asus
1: Well, no, no, sorry, that was... uh, Hold on, hold on.
0: And there may be different versions of, like, even from the same company. Yeah, yeah, because
1: even on the... So that that actual... On the Microsoft store, they're selling the Asus uh, headset. So that is... The Asus one is about 400 quid, it looks like. But there are other versions that I've just seen, and they're as little as, like, 200 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, having not tested all of them, it's kind of hard to tell. Now, the one that you're that the guy's friend designed was called Firma. Okay. Uh, I know you messaged him about the other yeah. one that you played, which yep, was the zombie yes. game. Now, the zombie game that you played was Arizona Sunshine.
0: That's the one, yeah.
1: Now, do you want to... In fact, you, I didn't actually play it, so, so okay. you can fire away with that so one.
0: So, I quite like my zombie films and, and the things like that. And this game, it took me... I think, I think the... like What was it, Beat Saber? Yeah. Beat Saber was quite quick, quick and easy to pick up. Um, There was a bit of a learning curve with uh, Arizona Sunset, was it? Sunshine. Sunshine. Arizona Sunshine. Um, You go through a kind of little tutorial. Um, Even then, there was a little bit of getting used to it. Um, And the first few times, I probably didn't last more than a few minutes. But once you do get to grips with it, um, it was awesome. I did feel like I was Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead. Um, The thing is, as well, one of the differences, I guess, Beat Saber really really fun but it's almost one of those kind of like the dancing game like a dance mat game Guitar Hero where you kind of pick up and play Um, and the round is only a few minutes um, and then you're on to the next round whereas Arizona Sunshine was your um, more traditional um,
1: story story, mode
0: yeah story based game Um, so the likes of Resident Evil or um, what's the other new one That's State of Decay that sort of type thing where you are in its first person base. And basically you're moving through an area. Zombies are coming at you in virtual reality, which is cool. You've got your gun, um, aim for the head, aim for the body. They're still going to, you might slow them down, but they're still going to keep coming at you. Aim for the head, you take them out, just like in The Walking Dead. And um, as every uh, true zombie apocalypse warrior surviving type knows, you always aim for the head. Um, yeah that game is pretty cool so
1: the thing the thing with that game watching it number one was like how fascinated you can be about such minor aspects of the game so denny (laughs) denny witnessed at the start of the game he was looking around and there was a box that had tennis balls in it then he picked up the tennis ball
0: and then threw it (laughs) that was actually so cool you could literally so in the in you say you you have the two controllers which um the the are are sensors so it, it knows where your hands are if you tilt your hands it tilt your hand. So when I'm looking in the game, all I see is two hands. When I clench my fist, it's clenched my fist. Um, so I can literally reach, lean down, pick up this uh, tennis ball and literally throw it across the place. And it was so awesome just how realistic it was. The fact that we have to bend down physically, literally open my hand, clench my hand around the ball, throw it, and am watching it like, bounce along this virtual world.
1: And, and it, even goes awesome. a, it even goes a step further because a few minutes later, he was advised that there's like a. If you look to your left, you'll see there's a, a grill. If you go over there, you can actually pick up. If you pick up the bur- uh, the burger off the grill, you can lift it towards your mouth. And then he lifted it towards his mouth. In virtual reality, in actual reality, he opened his mouth as if he was going to eat something. <laughs> so it's just a, a good example of how good these games are yeah. at tricking your brain, because there's obviously there's no need to open your mouth, but your brain tells you there's food there. Yeah. You're putting it to your mouth. You need to open your mouth to get that food in um and another That's example good. is when you're looking over the edge of something and someone gave you a little so, nudge yeah so this
0: was in the mixed reality world so in the mixed reality you kind of have a, a a hub it's almost like a it's like a mansion and all the apps you would have on your desktop are on the walls so you can walk around you can touch them and you can actually activate them so if you've got netflix for example um you could the app you can have that on the wall and then you can watch netflix in an explorer or microsoft edge sorry um so forth, so forth. If I go outside of the, this mansion, it was almost like Tony Stark style on the edge of a cliff. Um, so I'm looking over at the, the, the scenery and the sea and then someone literally just gave me a slight nudge and I tried to keep my balance as if I was going to fall off. But obviously I'm just in a, in a, in a flat, floored room <laughs> in someone's house. But it, it is that immersive. It's very easy um, to forget where you are and just be immersed and actually start reacting to the environment within uh, the virtual reality world compared to actually the real environment you're actually standing in Mm -hmm. in real life.
1: So in terms of of the, the things that just in the short amount of time that we spent using it that I would see as potential setbacks with the technology so far is, number one, when you're in the game and you want to move around, especially if you're playing these things at home, the, these games are set up so that you can play them at home. You can play them, you kind of got maybe six foot square that you can you can stand in, Yeah, six yeah. foot each way and you're, you're fine to just stand in the middle of that. So you can't actually walk around. When you are walking around, you're physically using the hand controller to like, you kind of aim where you want to go, pull a trigger and then blip you're there, which isn't as realistic. Uh, but, with the limitations of space is all you can really do. Um, one of the things I mentioned would that would be a kind of cool thing is if there was some kind of centre you could have on the floor that if you just kind of almost walked on the spot, you could kind of use that as your, your trigger. And obviously whichever way you're looking, that's the way you're looking. And that's the direction of travel, which would be cool, maybe something like that. So I think in time they're going to come out with a lot more different accessories and stuff. Like, it would be cool if they had um, sensors that you could strap to your ankles. Yeah. And then you could do even, like, martial arts fighting games and stuff where you're actually, actually fighting. Obviously, they have boxing games already yeah. where you can move your head around and, and throw punches. But I think something like that would be cool. But obviously, with the limitations of the technology, it's not as immersive because you physically are not walking.
0: Yeah. I think it's, I think it's also to do with space, to do with cost and... And then some of these other things as well. One of, my other, one of the other things um, was it still involves a lot of wires, which is understandable. Yeah. The amount of uh, information, the amount of data that's being sent back and forth it's probably wouldn't work, work very smoothly over uh, a wireless setup at the moment. Yeah. Um, so
1: the, the Oculus Rift has got three different motion sensors. Yeah. He had one in front, one behind, one to the left. Yeah. The... I think you
0: can do it with just two as well.
1: The um, the other one that we were using, the yeah. Mixed Reality, okay. has got built in... What do they call it? Inside Out? I can't remember. Properly. Something... I can't... We're not techie enough. But you basically
0: can move the headset and allow it to scan the environment. Yeah. And then it works out.
1: You kind of um, walk around the perimeter of the space yeah. you've got and it, it calculates, okay, that's, that's the area that you're in and it uses that as your boundary line. Yeah. Um, which is cool because you do have less wires... I think with that one, there's. I'm just trying to think. Was it there was just one wire right coming? From, in fact, there's only one wire coming from each of them.
0: Yeah, the only th- yeah, that yeah there was the only thing. Obviously, I'd say with that is because the wires connected to the headset, and you can't see it. Yeah, there's that small. I mean, none of us did, but the
1: small thing of tugging sure on the wires. Have, have a
0: sort of warning or something just to say there's a wire and you may trip her up and like it's on the way to myself for many. sort of thing but um the only the other thing again and going back to the sort of wireless thing is some of the stuff worked via bluetooth or didn't or didn't yeah in some of the case so i guess anything that is working via bluetooth whether it's on your phone whether it's um any any type of wires we've all experienced whether our wi-fi has just gone out whether our bluetooth stopped connecting to something there's always that possibility yeah Um, and that did happen a couple of times um, we had to download, update a Bluetooth driver. Um,
1: and then after doing that, the PC crashed, kind of like yeah. it, it didn't work. So we yeah. had to then set up the laptop. Yeah. So we spent like half an hour yeah. just trying to get things, things. going again, yes. which is a bit annoying. Definitely. And and one of the other things that I was going to say when we were talking earlier about price point was if, although you can use one of those high end gaming rigs for gaming and so much more I think you'd be better off having a like a purpose uh sole purpose uh, okay, yeah, VR yeah, unit yeah. so at least that way you're not you're not clogging up the system with yeah. loads of other stuff yeah, true, um true. obviously that that has an impact on cost as well because if you're thinking about buying a new you know pc or laptop high-end laptop anyway you'd be you'd be fine but you wouldn't really want to buy two True. Yeah. Uh, so if you do have a, an older laptop or an older PC, and you're thinking about doing this, I'd say keep the older one, clear it, and just use that as your work laptop yeah. or your work PC that yeah. you don't really need all that pro- much processing power for. Yeah. And then use your um, then use your new one as your as your gaming rig. Yeah. Because at least that way you can just kind of turn it on, boot it up, and go, and you're not having to constantly disconnect and reconnect stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. One of the other things actually, I was surprised to see was uh, the controllers use standard removable, like AA batteries. I thought they would have had like potentially rechargeable lithium yeah. lithium batteries. Um, it's, it's a weird thing. Cause even on like the Xbox console, they still have AA, I mean, you can buy a rechargeable pack for it, but they still have AA batteries. Whereas a PlayStation just has a rechargeable unit. So you do yep. have to kind of worry about replacing batteries. I mean, that's not really, I guess maybe when designing it, there's a reason for that. Um, but I did find think that was a bit strange for such advanced technology just to to still to still uh, have double A's, uh, yeah, to still rely on trust the old double A's, um, yeah. But I, I I must say I did. I, oh no, there was another game, and we actually got to play it on the Oculus and on the mixed reality headset, Space Pirates. Was that yes, the one? yes,
1: yes. So yes. space that's a so that's a first person shooter. Yeah, you're standing on a platform looking out onto the abyss of space and these little kind of drone things come out and shoot at you and you can, either, you can obviously shoot back and you can dodge as, as you're about to get hit kind of time slows down a little bit like in the matrix yeah. and you can dodge these little like laser bolts. Yeah. Um, the controllers, are, again, you just, you just aim and shoot with the controllers. They've got triggers on them just like a, a PlayStation or Xbox. Um, the the cool thing about them as well is like you can sling it over your shoulder and it will change for a different weapon so it's it's just another option of something to yeah, do yeah um
0: so i was just gonna say when i so when i was playing that one thing i did notice on the oculus i mean obviously undoubtedly uh, it's a it's a more powerful device but for me it was a bit more fiddly trying to get it clear whereas when i put on the mixed reality helmet like it was clear straight away like the adjust i preferred the head strap and the adjustment style on the mixed reality headset than I did on the Oculus. Yeah. I do have a funny shaped head. So that could be why
1: It's really weird shape. I was going to mention that <laughs> before, <a> bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so when I was playing space pirates on both for me, it was, I found it more comfortable on the, um, the mixed reality Asus headset. Um, and for some reason when I was playing, I mean, obviously that was like maybe the third time I played it then. So I just got the game a bit more. So I was able yeah. to, whereas on the, on the Rift, I was still trying to learn it, still getting used to it. Whereas I, I think didn't really played it. I
1: think part of it might be as well. When we were playing it on the Rift, the the Oculus Rift comes the the headset. Even though it is a little bit more fiddly. It's more secure, probably, but it also has its own built-in earphones. True. Yeah. Whereas yeah. with the Oculus Rift, it's got a normal. Was it three point five mm jack?
0: Yeah, other way around. So, on the Oculus Sorry, Rift, on the other yeah. way. Yeah, on the, the mixed Oculus reality. Oculus had the built-in. Headphones.
1: headphones. The mixed reality had the three point five yeah. mil jack. And, you in your and the earfo- the headphones that we were using were both and they were sound True. cancelling. Yeah. Were- so a couple of times someone was like almost shouting commands yeah. and I could barely hear. So I really felt like I was in the zone. Yeah. Um with the with the better better earphones. Yeah. Um I think yeah, that and I think the headset for the mixed reality was a little bit lighter maybe. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um yeah. So when I was playing that game, when I was when I was playing uh, that space pirates on um, on the mixed reality headset, I don't know what I'd done or if I slung my hand over my shoulder by accident or something. But I had a shield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which I didn't have the first time I was playing.
1: You didn't. You didn't know to throw your yeah, eye, hand over yeah. your shoulder.
0: So I had the shield. So when I was getting shot at, I was blocking it with the shield and then shooting and then, around it and then trying to shoot over the shield at the things and you proper feel like like some proper six space ranger type of person <laughs> I felt wicked in there and you, you just find yourself really getting immersed and thinking like almost like you were in a film and yeah. you know trying to shoot and, and doing all this crazy stuff but then occasionally every so often I did not enough to disturb me but did think I must look like a prick <laughs> <laughs> not inside but, but do
1: you know what I think you could probably spend hours playing that and when you get off it you're still kind of buzzed yeah whereas I always felt when I was playing consoles if I'd played it for hours I felt like mind numb a little bit yeah, when I got yeah, off it yeah. okay. and even when I, when I if you look at people who, who sat gaming their faces are like generally quite emotionless they're just they're just yeah. in the zone whereas people that are you know, when I was watching you guys and, and the girls as well using the, the virtual reality, even um, Jago's partner, who's used it several times before, yeah. had that, just that little moment of, oh, yeah, yeah, this is cool. And yeah. it's, it's exciting still every time you use it. Yeah, yeah. Even though maybe it's a novelty aspect of it, I just felt like even if I played it for hours, when I stopped playing it, I'd be, I'd be a bit more energised.
0: So I'll tell you one thing I did notice. One of the things for me, like FIFA, uh, is one of the, they have a new one every year. Every year it's one of the biggest selling video games ever. And it's the same game every year. <laughs> yeah. But for me, it's one of those things, it's like, cool, you enjoy it. You know, everyone plays at football. play played whatever. I mean, I personally haven't played FIFA since FIFA 96 on the Metadrive. Um, but that aside, my thing is, emulating sport on a console ultimately is totally different. Yes, there's, skill, there's a skill aspect, but they're not comparable. Like yeah. you can be sick of FIFA and that's a skill set in itself. That is not going to translate onto a football pitch. True. Because one, you're using your fingers. one you, It's totally different. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to account for Stanley. There's, there's loads. Of, whereas, so that's one of the aspects of video game simulations yeah. that particularly for sport that hasn't, They've, obviously there's no crossover yeah it's, all, it's, it's a different game it's yeah. a different thing you're doing
1: I think the, the closest because thing it, we've got with consoles is stuff like racing car games where they've yeah. developed seat steering wheels Absolutely. pedal systems yeah
0: exactly that's exactly what I was going to say sorry um, before you rudely interrupted my bad um, but this like I mean and as I said I've been playing games for, for years I've played from, from you know talking first person shooters from Doom from Wolfenstein on like the Super Nintendo all the way up to, I'm playing Halo 5 on the Xbox One X at the moment, replaying that through again. Now I've got it in 4K. And um, playing a first person shooter in virtual reality was next level. It was, you did feel immersed. That standing up, holding two guns in your hand, really. And I just imagined playing it like I was Master Chief from Halo, being able to have two, you know, two guns in my hand shooting at, Yeah, Um, the aliens and all that sort of thing. Like, there's a, there's uh, there's definitely a lot more to come from from um, from From virtual reality. Virtual reality. Yeah, I I think
1: I think especially like generally tech stuff, consoles, gaming. Yeah, generally it's aimed at younger people. Um, and with it being especially like a an emerging kind of platform for for gaming, I think there's so many applications for learning.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: if someone gets on it properly and starts to develop decent games that are really interactive, you'd be genuinely interested to learn stuff. Yeah, like if you could, if you could, kind of do a a three deal three D world where you can like dissect like a a, a blue whale or something, and yeah. it gives you like weird, interesting facts, like this thing's got like a twelve foot tongue or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but just the fact that you could like see it in virtual reality and get an, a genuine idea of the size of it, yeah, 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 it, it would be a lot more interesting than reading that yeah, in a textbook.
0: Definitely,
1: definitely. Um, and I think that's a, a much better way, especially because kids are so much better at using their imaginations. True. And in fact, your the other friend that came down and brought the mixed reality, yeah, you could tell just speaking to him that he has a really good imagination. Yeah, and he kind of. He's a kind of typical person that you'd think that's that's aimed at, yeah. because of the the ease if you've got a good imagination to just fall into it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I I think whoever whoever comes out with a decent bit of like learning software yeah. for that where it's interactive is going to make a killing.
0: I'll have to have a look see see what what is out there because I definitely know they've been using it for. Um, there are some lear- you know as a learning tool and also the sort of augmented reality side of things there are a lot of learning applications for it but i haven't looked enough into it my only two two not not necessarily criticisms um one at the moment i would say for people who are console gamers where you literally turn it on you got your remote and then you play the setup i mean pc gaming generally is a bit more complicated to set up That hasn't changed. I'll still say it's still a little bit more complicated to set up.
1: That's why I was thinking just to have a dedicated rig just for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that way it'd eliminate a little bit of it. Yeah.
0: And I did play that Arizona Sunshine, Mm. um, but I only played it for a short while. My other, um, not, it's not, not, I wouldn't say concern, but my other kind of question mark is. Length of time because obviously you get people like I mean I've I've sat down and played games for over an hour before
1: easily what are you talking about over an hour? That's (laughs) there's people that don't game. Yeah, yeah. I played. I remember once I played for like 14 hours straight. Wow, I haven't been that
0: hard, but you know, there's times that I play games for hours on end. You can, and that's that's just your regular console game on the TV. Yeah, Um, doing that in a virtual world, I don't. I think. Probably they would need to test that a lot to even to see that if that has an effect on someone because being that immersed for so long, yeah. And then stepping back into your normal like that could actually even even for the few minutes on it was quite trippy. Yeah, it was quite like for for for
1: when you get off it, you're kind of you almost have to check where you're putting your feet. Yeah, yeah. In the real world, of course. So we're not talking about VR here. <laughs> you're literally like not so sure-footed.
0: Yeah. I mean, there was a, I think I gave you the example earlier. Um, I was using, and this was a, a more basic reality headset, virtual reality headset, the, um, uh, the Gear VR that you can connect your Samsung phones to. Um, and I was using it watching Netflix, which puts you inside like a theater um, with a, a huge screen in front of you. And you can look around and basically, you're in an empty cinema screen, um, but there's armrests. So for, I watch, I think I was watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. 25-minute show, 20-minute show, watching that, wait, and then when that show finished and then the next one's about to come on, I'm kind of sitting back relaxing, waiting for the next episode to load, see the armrest to my right, lean down to put my arm on it and rest on it and I just completely fell <laughs> <laughs> because in real life, there was no armrest. Yeah. So you, it, it does, Once you're, when you're in there for a certain amount of time, you start to forget and what is around you becomes almost your reality and that's what, you, you know, so you... When I'm inside it and I can see miles into the distance, into the horizon, beautiful um, vista. Yeah. And when I take it off, I've got a wall like two feet in front of me. And you just need a couple yeah. of seconds to kind of adjust and just like... You need to just bearings. remember, yeah.
1: there is no spoon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that, that is, it is a weird thing. Like the the vibrance of the colours. Yeah. Obviously, it's you don't have that level of vibrant colours in reality. Yeah. So you're putting this thing on, you're having these really high resolution, bright lights shining yeah, yeah. in your in your eyes and it's from close distance as well, so there's there's not much scope for anything else and then you, you take it off and it's like oh
0: like okay. media walls. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's kind of standard stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I mean if it the the one thing I said as well was uh, I could because because it's virtual reality and not augmented reality mm-hmm. like if, if it was augmented reality I would I'd get one okay i would play that the especially that um beat saber game yeah
0: i was saying that actually that lucky's tell i believe that's there's a version of that in augmented reality okay
1: the the issue the issue that i would have as a family man Mm. is if my kid run in the room i'm (laughs) going to smash my kid in the face with a with a little console holder a handheld device because i can't see my kid yeah and especially if you've got decent earphones in, you're not going to hear your kid coming either. Sure. Yeah. So you need to make sure either you have like a dedicated room for it, especially if you are if you've got family, or you only do it, play it at night when yeah. your kids are asleep. Uh, but funnily enough, I saw a I saw a video on Facebook. I'm sure it was staged. It must have been, but this woman came downstairs. She's like, he's always down here playing on his virtual reality thing. She goes into the living room. He's got his trousers down. He's watching like virtual reality pornography <laughs> and his, and his wife's trying to get his attention. Like, what the hell are you doing? But again, the earphones are so good. That he doesn't even know his wife's in the room. She has to slap him before he snaps out of it. Um, so yeah, obviously don't, don't use it for that. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think all in all, it's just not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a uh, considering. If you think about like the, the, kind of cycles of new tech that come out mm-hmm. there are certain things that like for example 3d tvs yeah, yeah. 3d tvs did not take off no. uh, and i do feel for you if you spent two and a half three grand on a 3d tv you really mugged yourself off because <laughs> no one's releasing 3d content mm. um and it's it's one of those things as well like we've we've known f- for years like you can go to the movies you watch this 3d film yeah. but even just watching a 3d film at the movies you spend time aware that you have those goggles on your yeah, face yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's not as comfortable yeah uh obviously if they they had a way of filming 3d that you didn't have to wear the the little uh lenses that'd be cool i think this is a mo- a lot 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 more likely to take off obviously playstation have released their own version yeah which is nowhere near the level of yeah. sophistication yeah. of of what's available. I think all it's going to take is like PlayStation to, to buy mixed reality yeah. and go, okay, that's it. Now you're yeah. you're with us. The next gen and that'll launch it.
0: Should be able to handle it. To yeah, yeah. And it's a, it'll be impressive. I'll tell you something. Funny enough, on I? I don't think there's they haven't really done films to a great scale, but. On the Gear VR one I did have... Uh, sorry, I borrowed off someone. Shout out, Lopez. Um, it, was a, it was only like a maybe two minutes, but it was the Avengers. Okay. And there was just action. So if you imagine the second Avengers film, when they're under that kind of bell tower and all the robots, all the... Um, uh, who was the bad guy in Avengers 2? Uh, Ultron. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah age yeah. of Ultron. Yeah, Ultron. Remember when he sent in all these robots and there was all the Avengers were in the middle and they were just taking turns... Bat it and, and the screen was like the panning out oh around yeah him. yeah it was almost like that and there was just stuff going on so so thor for example would fly past you with his hammer and if you look there you would see him behind you and then he'll go past you and you have to look there in front of you for to see him fighting but um iron man is fighting someone to your right so if you looked over there to your right you would see iron man fighting and it was literally like you were watching this <laughs> film happening
1: for, for you what guys that are listening, it's really weird because <laughs> Danny is looking in the direction that he would be looking <laughs> and gesturing in the way that he would be looking as well. Um, I, I get it, though, bro. Yeah,
0: but it was really cool. Um, um, I mean, to film a film like that, I don't know how that would work. for As a two-minute demo, yeah. it's cool. But a film, because the potential chances of you missing stuff... I,
1: th- I think you'd need a 360 camera for, the, for but, that. But it would, even be,
0: it would even be... They'd have to use sound and things like that so carefully to catch Mm. your attention because if you're not looking in the right place and you miss something yeah um so that's like i don't know have an explosion so you automatically look over there Mm. and then you see what the the key parts are yeah sort of thing
1: but i think if they did that with augmented reality it'd be a a lot easier because you could just put on the headset and you know they've got a a screen on your wall yeah you know that it looks like it's on your wall picture quality is really good I mean, I've got, I showed you the other week, uh, I bought a little gadget, so it was about £150, it was a palm-sized projector. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if they can if they can make one of those that will run a, a nine-foot image at 1080p and let that run for two hours, something the size that will fit on your palm, it's, it's a really short amount of time before they can do something that's really wearable and fully functional. Yeah. I mean, one of the guys tonight was telling me that... A few people have made um, like uh, these because these uh, VR headsets, they need like laptops or PCs. Someone just made a uh, a backpack that was specially designed just to fit the laptop that would run the software for the gaming rig for the VR. So you could you could literally just take it portably. Oh, wow. And like you could go into the middle of a field and play it. Okay. Which, as long as obviously, as long as you've got the battery power to yeah, run it yeah. for for a couple of hours and you trust that you're in the middle of the field and no one's going to come and beat the hell out of <laughs> you because <laughs> you're not going to see them coming. Uh, so, so, yeah, make, <laughs> make sure you own that field yeah. or something. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I I think it's it's only a matter of time. I mean, I have seen as well, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, they've got these um, like you can go go karting with an yeah. aug- augmented reality headset on. Okay. And there's like a skyline projected around you so you're like you're in a warehouse go-karting but yeah. from what you can see you're in a you're in a city environment go-karting or you're okay. you're you're playing Mario Kart for example. Yeah. Which would be really cool. So the the good thing is the possibilities are endless. I think the bad thing is to make it a smooth operating piece of kit that people warm to. Yeah. going to take a lot. I mean Apple seemed to have smashed it in terms of making, you know, software really, really usable, really quick, really simple. Yeah, yeah, Um, But I don't really... I mean, I know they're talking about the iPhone X and onwards being compatible with VR or okay. augmented reality. Yeah. But I haven't really seen anyone shouting about it. No, I've, no. There's probably some Apple heads out there going, no, you idiot. They've got this great piece of kit, doesn't yeah. it? But... Because I remember the first thing when they did the launch of the iPhone X, they were talking about like an augmented reality tape measure, which okay. is kind of handy. Like you can literally just point your your phone at a wall and it will measure the length of the wall accurately down okay. to like millimeters. No, I haven't seen that. Which is, I guess, useful if you're a builder,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and if you're not, it's um, pointless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I guess. So so in terms of the the VR stuff. That was kind of cool. It was kind of cool, yeah, but I definitely uh, if, enjoyed it. if we do do just a, a quick roundup of what's been going on otherwise, I mean, I'll do a quick shout out to my to my brother Donald, who 28 years ago was born on this day. Happy um, birthday! Yeah, it was a it was weird actually because even though I was only like five years old, I still remember really vividly my dad waking me up in the early hours of the morning and telling me I had to go sleep in the and uh, the upstairs neighbors. And then we went round to went upstairs to theirs, and um, back in the day you used to get like a, you used to get like toys and stuff in your cornflakes. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I'm sure they still do, they do still do toys right and in stuff, in, but trust me, back in the day they were six, so we're talking 90-90 level toys here, <laughs> um, and it was cool because in the morning I got my I got to have my cornflakes bowl out of the proper official cornflakes Kellogg's bowl, <laughs> and then uh, and then I was playing around with the toy car that came with it for a bit and then a couple of hours later my mom and dad came home with my little baby brother. Oh, so okay. that was a uh, so a yeah, little shout out to him. Uh in in all honesty I don't I don't see or or hear from him as much as I'd like to and it, it's not it's not down to him it's down to both of us I think we just you know as you get older man just life gets busy. Yeah yeah and it's yeah. it's weird because my sister lives three streets away and my brother lives 10 not even 10 minutes away. But you know you work long hours yeah i work unsocial hours so when they're getting home from work i'm at work yeah yeah and then just it's just difficult to keep touch yeah. and there's times where i'm sure i'm sure he probably feels as well or my sister as well probably feel that we're not making enough effort to keep in touch with each other and I, i'll probably feel the same yeah but then when you take a little step uh step back you kind of you check yourself and you go well oh, I'm not doing it either. Yeah. So yeah, and true. there's there's obviously yeah. a reason why. Yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah, yeah, other than that, what's been going on? Um Uh been up in Sheffield, working on a, a new project. That's my nine to five. That's been interesting. Um working uh with uh, ex offenders.
1: AKA My Extended Family. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh what else have I been up to?
1: Uh, how's, your, how's your house coming along? Your oh yes,
0: yes, so my, the building work finally started on my house That's coming along very very well uh, Shout out Emmanuel um, Who's leading that for me Emmanuel Emmanuel Sounds yeah. like a French porn star <laughs> Emmanuel <laughs> That's it Yeah um, <laughs> No, but he's cool he's, he's been doing that Yeah, that's coming along really well um, It's cost me a little bit more than I thought ha- I haven't gone over budget But I just thought I would have been able to save a bit more Okay But um, uh, Yeah It's coming on really well Obviously it's getting re New kitchen New bathroom Literally Head to head Like Ground to ceiling It's getting redone um,
1: And now you've got to start all over again To make room for the virtual reality Exactly Exactly
0: <laughs> And I didn't plan in the virtual reality um, So that's going well um, Other than that Just looking forward to Christmas Deciding Where um, I'm going to spend it where we're like family wise um, oh one other quick thing um, my mum was listening to uh, the first <laughs> podcast and um, she she heard me talking about my childhood and she sent me a a, a nice e- uh, message and then we spoke to each other and we were just talking about our upbringing and you know things she went through and I went through and things like that and it, we had a nice hot tart it wasn't it wasn't too deep um, from the message she sent me first it sounded like it was bit deeper, but it wasn't too deep. We had a nice conversation. And I just wanna say I love you, mom It's beautiful. Uh, so yeah, that was that was nice. And it, nice to know that she's listening as well. Eight hey, episodes man. uh too late, but she started. That's well she's she's getting there, man. People were slow
1: to catch up to yeah, the greatness exactly. that is Denny this Almond is trading this Houston. <laughs> this is true. Um
0: it's kinda late and I've got Sarah in the other room. So uh um, Yeah
1: we're gonna we're gonna call it a day. I know it's been a bit of a, a weird kinda episode but the just the way that da- the day planned out yeah. we were going to record a lot of stuff while we were testing it but it's, it just wasn't really practical yeah, with the no, amount no, of space that we had
0: but we got some nice videos so check out our instagram page our facebook page all yeah. the nga pod- nga podcasts and you can watch uh, some clips of lewis dodging air um, mate i'm so myself. sick at dodging the air um yeah so have you got a throwback film throwback song do you know
1: what, my my throwback film is do you know what, i was uh, i watched the i can't remember the name of the movie now the i oh, was straight out of compton oh, okay which isn't a throwback film that's not the one i'm going to talk okay. about because that's, that's very recent mm. but um but then it just it just gave me the itch and i feel like i really need to watch boys in the hood oh, okay which okay. which is my my throwback movie um for for today um it was one of those films that I could watch it like 10 more times yeah. and still be still be caught up in it. So yeah, that's a that's a cool film. Okay. Nice. Um my throwback song my throwback song is going to be a, another shout out kind of to one of my siblings. Um and it's for my eldest sister because uh my my wife's expecting our second and we're going to name our second, provided the, the gender is correct, after my eldest sister, oh, nice. uh, who passed away back in 2002, which I'm sure we'll get into in another episode yeah. to depress the hell out of you guys. But um, but one of her favourite tracks just before she passed was um, Every Step I Take, Puff Daddy's version. Okay. Uh, or, sorry, is it is I'm it called Every... You. Yeah, I thought it was called yeah. I'll Be Missing You. With uh, Was it Faith Evans Faith that was on Evans that? Evans 112. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh so yeah that was my my throwback track which is it's one of those kind of somber sweet songs yeah that even though it's a rap slash hip-hop slash well it's not even a rap song it's almost like an r&b song really with diddy on it but it's one of the few times where i can say that urban music made a much much better version of the original than phil collins made yeah stink Sting, sorry, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. It was Sting. <laughs> yeah. You know it's late when I'm making mistakes like that. Because
0: yeah, he only speaks the truth. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, my throwback film, if anyone wants to guess, TikTok, 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 Man. Just to stay on topic. For, um for uh, the whole VR thing. Did you yeah, ever watch that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Do you know, like
1: I, was, I was thinking to, to throw in Tron. Do you know what? I'll speak But I but that'll be
0: too obvious coming on VR. <laughs> so I was like, what? oh yeah, Normal Man." I did like Little Merman when that came out. So if you haven't seen Norman, Man, um watch it. It's basically this guy who, what's the politically correct term? Um, mentally you, challenged? He, learning, he mental dis- health issues. learning disabled. Learn, learning disabled. Yeah, learning uh, uh, learning he, he doesn't want to say the R word, basically. <laughs> Learning to the you know cookies, it and they basically use him as a VR experiment to try and like get him up to some like to basically give him super intelligence type of thing um, anyway he, he gets immersed in this VR world and basically starts becoming some sort of VR monster um, and taking over the machines but it's, I've probably made it sound a bit rubbish but it's actually quite interesting and if you do watch it and try and think of it from the aspect that it came out in the 90s I'm sure you'll be able to appreciate it a little bit more um, my throwback track um I think is gonna be
1: Jamiroquai, Virtual insanity. Ah, now yes. always you know what? I'll <laughs> go with it. I'll go with it.
0: I'll go <laughs> with it. Jamiroquai, virtual insanity. <laughs> I'll keep it on theme, I will put it today. I'll keep it on theme.
1: I shouldn't have jumped out so... with that one, bro.
0: <laughs> so check out um check out Jamiroquai, Virtual Insanity, classic song, I'm sure you all know it. Um and that's me.
1: All right, people. So we're we're gonna try and make sure we get together next week. Uh, it's gonna be a bit mad trying to trying to make sure we can get some episodes in on the regular, especially over the Christmas holidays. Yeah. Um so yeah, we Lewis
0: might be a dad for the second time oh, by then.
1: Dude, the second and final time. <laughs> no more babies. No more, but I'm gonna get the snip. I'm not even gonna get the snip, I'm just gonna get it cut off. I've got no use for this thing anymore. (laughs) It was, do you know what? I'll I'll tell you guys a little, I might have actually mentioned it on the first one, but uh, doing, doing martial arts my whole life, getting kicked in the nuts several times. I was kind of surprised I could I could still still achieve the uh the desired thing of of producing kids. And uh when I found out my wife was pregnant for the second time I was like, "Damn it, I'm too efficient." <laughs> so uh so yeah, I've heard some uh, I've heard some kind of positive stories about people who have got the snip. Okay. Uh and then I've heard some horror stories as well. So I'm I'm still in that dilemma kind of spectrum. Yeah. Cuz uh yeah. two people have told me that it was kind of quick, easy, effortless, little cut, tie up these little tubes, you know, Bob's your uncle, yeah. and you're done. And then from someone else, I heard that they were bedridden for six weeks, oh, shit. unable to walk properly for six months. Uh, and basically, and if if you're, I'll just give a little warning, right? If you're kind of sensitive, don't listen to the next 10 seconds. They cut his entire scrotum from top to bottom. Ooh. And and then stitched. He had like twelve stitches. Yeah, yeah which that's not the one. Yeah. Uh, so I've just have this fear, especially with the NHS. You you, you kind of do have a lottery experience. Yeah. I've I've yeah. had some really good experiences with the NHS. I had some terrible experiences with the NHS. So I'm not really too sure as to whether or not I'd go down that road. But uh, yeah. but yeah. Anyway. So with that being said, we will try and make sure that we we release a a longer form content version. Yeah, uh, or, or episode soon. We've got a couple of other interesting topics coming up. Yeah, but uh, but that's me. I'm Lewis. I'm Denny, and we are out. Peace.